0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the curtain comes down on a disappointing Champions League campaign for our Scottish club Celtic round off with a 5-1 defeat away to Real Madrid with Ange Postacoglu saying he still saw more positives Rangers look to move beyond the worst ever group stage record tag as attention turns back towards domestic football and Hearts round off their Conference League campaign with a 3-1 defeat in Istanbul I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson It's been another bruising week for our teams in Europe this week Hearts tonight, Celtic yesterday, Rangers on Tuesday On the Celtic game last night Ange Postecoglou once again will see positives in that performance However, it's still a loss and a big loss at that But now the analysis will start I think Ange Postecoglou will look at the group as a whole And try and make Celtic better at this stage next season But it's a big ask You need major millions to compete at this level But Celtic showed that They can put up a good show But they need to find a way To stop shitting goals And so many of them on this Shipping 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 Come on Shipping goals It's only three minutes past six For goodness sake I really need to have a heart attack there No I agree with I agree with Mark The dust is settled now And um, all the clubs are out of Europe They can concentrate on domestic football Which is very important to uh, most supporters Gordon especially You know first to to win that league Um, But it has been a disappointing campaign Positives to be taken The one thing I think For everyone concerned is You're coming up against quality Quality players Quality teams Can you learn from it For the next time 01419511025 Before long The Champions League group stages Will feel like a thing of the past So let's round it all off tonight How do we look back on The campaigns Overall, were there highlights in there for you fans? What were the what were the high points if there were any? What were the lowest points? How do you look back on the performances, the results, the reasons uh, for the campaigns being so disappointing and anything else you can take away from it? Right now is the time to share it. 0141-951-1025. Of course, uh, it was a bit of a strange kickoff time for us last night. We got a bit of reaction, uh, but we will have to actually react to Celtic's game, Celtic's defeat in Madrid, as it was only last night. So pick up the phone, Celtic fans. How did you feel about it? Another heavy defeat, uh, a bit of a strange one with penalties missed and a couple of penalties going the other way. 01419511025. And to everyone, Celtic fans, Rangers fans, interested neutral observers, how do you look back on it all now? Can you learn? Anything from it Can you take Anything from it Going forward Or or maybe on the flip side Anyone worried about The heavy defeats And the The impact they have On the domestic campaigns Let us know 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB And of course Hearts They got a goal To cheer in Istanbul Mark That that was about it It was an early, <laughs> an early kick off tonight um, To be fair Their team selection Told you That they were Focusing if you like Or Prioritising The health and well-being Of their already Depleted squad Going into some big games Domestically They rested a few players Went out and just Played it out in Istanbul And lost 3-1 in the end Yeah I think that was The right option um, Now if it was uh, You know A lesser opposition Robbie Nielsen might have Had a crack at it With a full squad Because You know obviously The money you get Even where 
a win in that competition but I think he knew Istanbul good side his chances was very limited so I think it was the right thing but disappointing group stage for them but pretty much similar to Celtic if they have got aspirations of finishing third and getting back into Europe next year their players will be better for it if they can get back to the group stages I think the positive thing for Hearts tonight and uh, I think their campaign's been poor especially at home Gordon um, is the fact that they were able to give one or two players um, a bit of experience a bit of European experience which they would be uh, glad for, of um, but I think all clubs now can just look back and the campaign uh, some glamour ties you've got to say look we've enjoyed Real Madrid we've enjoyed Liverpool Napoli easy teams. for us to say though isn't it yeah, yeah, if you're but, on the receiving end it's but, maybe not but so look, enjoyable you, you see for instance um, Jota last night they're 5-0 down He scores a free kick He celebrates like he's just won the World Cup And do you know what? Rightly so I Just because you would have done that I, 100% You would have had the strip off I would have been over in amongst the fans Saying it's them, it's not me I've just done my bit <laughs> um, So it shows you even For us neutrals For the fans and for the players Playing against these teams at that level Means so much 01419511025 Paul's in Carluke What do you think Paul? Uh, well, I think I think there's been varying degrees of uh, how, how it's all been taken between both the Rangers campaign, the Celtic campaign, and then the uh, you know people cast aspersions that maybe Ange Postecoglou has been naive, which I did flag up myself before the campaign. But I, I have to say I've I've been very very impressed by by the majority of the performances. And last night, without Carter, Vickers and uh, Callum McGregor, you know, two, probably our two best players, uh, then, you know, uh, it, was, it, was, it was always going to be an uphill struggle. But, and I know that Hugh has been talking about stats. Uh, you, know, there's lap, you know, stats are, are not everything. But had it went another way, uh, particularly with the, the, the last chances that Kyogo missed, over the games, then uh, it, it could have been so different. So I think Ange Postecoglou has got to be congratulated for sticking to his principles. What do I know about not playing Ange ball? And I think that, I don't think the players are, are coming out yet dispirited or, or, or wounded the way that they were maybe under Brendan Rodgers. I think there's a different mindset about it. And I think you look at a guy like Greg Taylor taking the ball in the inverted fullback position against top opposition. I'd never have thought that would have been possible six months ago. Yeah, I mean, Mark, look, a lot's always going to be made of this, and particularly the, the environment we live in. It doesn't matter whether it's Celtic Rangers or anyone else. It, it's possible that you can be unhappy with results and a bit more understanding about performance levels. That's fine. I mean, you're, you're allowed to do that. Clearly, you have to temper the, the celebrations, if you like, when you do finish bottom of the group with two points. Mm. Um, I don't think that's, that's not a hugely controversial way to look at things, is it? Um, well, the fans have been happy, I think, to a certain extent with performances. They've seen individuals who have just recently came to the club showing a good light in, in moments in the game, but not for the full 90 minutes and against teams like this. That then gets exposed at the top level, I suppose. So the fans have really bought in what Ange Postecoglou is trying to do they really like what he says after games in the media and that's that's fine he's got them on side there's got to come a stage whether that's next year he's judged probably more harshly that 
the results do have to be better the score lines have got to be closer in those games because mm. we need to get away I think from thinking this is Celtic's first stint in the Champions League it's not you know you got to remember there are ways mm. of getting out of group now whether people liked watching it or not I remember being there and I remember the fans celebrating when we got to the last 16 my team twice. didn't twice my team didn't play anywhere near as exciting football as this team plays and it's brilliant to watch but it was effective and there's I'm not saying go back to that and go defensive but it just needs to be I keep saying it I said it at the start there needs to be a balance and Ange Postecoglou's almost admitted that by saying he'll assess where they've went wrong and get it better next year I think that's music to the Celtic fans ears they've went toe to toe with the big guns they've come up short they've been exciting but next year it's got to be a bit closer defensively. I know people won't like that. You can't play defensive. But I look at Shakhtar, who went to the Bernabeu. Now, Shakhtar are, were brilliant when they came to Celtic Park in a tank sense in the second half. They were open. They were wide open. But they knew how to defend in the Bernabeu. They knew how to defend at home. And that's been the difference, I think, this year. Yeah, I totally uh, take on board what Mark's saying. I think that um, it's some contrast between we were here for Tuesday night for the Rangers game and Rangers fans, a lot of them not happy. I think the performance, Gordon, uh, it's a complete difference with Celtic. Celtic lost 5-1 last night. You're right, they finished bottom of the group, two points. They've lost 15 goals and only scored four. But I think the difference is the Celtic fans just buy into the the Celtic manager. I think it's the Celtic manager. I think I think Mark makes a great point. I think when he comes out into the press, everybody just hangs on every word he says. He's very good at it. You've got to give him credit. He knows how to, you know, come out and, you know, be really confident about the team. He knows when to criticise. He's got a great balance. And I think that's because of him leading the ship that the Celtic fans are following. Uh, Paul, what did you make of last night specifically? Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought I thought some of the defending where, where they kind of passed the ball into the net, some of that was a bit naive. I thought Matt O'Reilly was was absolutely outstanding, and again, talked from a from MK Dons. Uh, thought Starfield did okay coming back in. Uh, I just I, I always like comparisons, whether it's Celtic Rangers. If if you if Kyogo was Edward, he would be getting absolutely slaughtered by the Celtic fans. He's, he's, in, he's ingratiated himself uh, quite rightly, and it's great to see. And, you know, Edward's language style maybe is a bit different, but in terms of their chance taking ability, there's not, not a lot of difference between them. So I think he's got to carry a lot of the burden for the missed chances. And, and again, he'd won last night. I thought the two penalties were much of a muchness uh, and, a, and a poor penalty, Juranovic. But, you know, Definitely more clinical, uh, you know, up front. But to, to see them making chances uh, and Abada taking guys on and when it's free flowing, and it, I mean, it, it, Matt, Matt's right that there will come a time where you do get you, you do get cynical about it. But right at this present moment in time, if you look at uh, if you look at Rangers and what's happened with, with their, their campaign and how they played after a final five months ago. Uh, there's no, no point anywhere near it. So, so I just crossed the call. His first, first go at it, thought last night, it, it, it could, have, could have been a whole lot different. Like you can never boil it down to just one thing, obviously, but for all the talk about style and openness, Mark, the, the stats would suggest, and I know not, not everyone is into this sort of thing, 
Um, but the stats would suggest Celtic's main downfall was chance taking. Sim- yeah. Like, yeah. Simple as that. They were the only team in their group who underperf- underperformed in terms of their the goal scored versus their expected yeah. goals. And in fact, it, it was by a mile. Um, Celtic only managed four goals. I think their expected goals was somewhere in nine, nine and a bit. Um, whereas all the other teams have got very good players at the top end of the pitch that were taken. We'll take take last night as an example. How good was Valverde's goal? How good was Rodrigo's goal? They were probably half chances. The type of chances that Celtic just don't score in the Champions League. Yeah, uh, like that's why these players are are worth you know tens of millions of pounds because that's what it buys you. It buys you that cutting edge at the top end of the pitch. You know, and that's the difference between defenders and attackers at that level. That's why they're Ballon d'Or winners because. They make those chances look easy Now we're never going to have players like that We can ha- You know You'll see them score the odd one Kyogo You'll see him scoring domestically And you think What is the difference If you've got a chance running through and go against Real Madrid And you've got a chance running through and go against Dundee United What is the difference Now I know you're a big believer That <laughs> has, You're a big believer That you go Well it's not in their head It's a game It's a chance mm. That might be the case I don't know personally Because I'm not a striker But there must be Something about the occasion in their head how, how else can you explain The amount of chances Celtic create In these six games Compared to mm. six domestic games Forget ch- And then Some chances you don't even have to create Some chances you get given From the penalty spot Because mm-hmm. there's been an infringement in the box And you can't stick that away either That that, that probably summed it up really last night In front of goal didn't it Because Real have had two penalties Stuck think, the two of them away and, with these And Certainly one of them I think most people felt Was a little bit harsh On, mm-hmm. on Matt O'Reilly Yeah um, And Celtic were given over And Juranovic He would have probably Backed him all day long um, But Maybe the occasion Maybe just um, Look Everybody can miss a penalty The best players in the world Miss penalties Unfortunately for Celtic It wouldn't have mattered anyway But Unfortunately for Celtic Juranovic missed that I think Celtic are pleased With the opportunities now Mark is back to Those there's chances it's different between Dundee United and I think that's a case of you've got time instinct for instance I go back to the one at Celtic Park early on with Kyogo's header I don't I don't care who he thinks that's against it's an instinct whatever last night for me I looked at a striker when he he took his touch to you know he's one and one the goalkeeper still a bit to uh, go because let's face it He's against a top-class goalkeeper who mm-hmm. fills the goals. He's he really is a a, a very big figure that lad, and <laughs> <laughs> he's a big <laughs> laddie. Yeah, a very and, big figure. And, and I think Hugo had had it in his mind, hit the target, just hit the target, yeah. and he hit it right down the big last throat. Big lad, uh, thank you, Paul. Uh, what about John uh, in Knightswood? John, what's your take on it as a Celtic fan? Well, I just thought the. Echoed what the last call was saying and, and what Gordon Dale was saying. It's just down to chances, you know. So I says that it's just maybe we've just no experience up front in Europe, you know. So I said, but on the whole, I'm still happy with Celtic because if we weren't creating chances, I'd be worried. Yes, so I said, we were creating chances and just a bit of luck, we just couldn't finish them. And it's, that's obviously been the thorn on my side. How happy. Paul, because what uh, John, sorry, because what's happening here is everybody's getting hung up on the words that are used, aren't they? Because I can sense people listening and say, "How can you be happy when you finish bottom of the group on two points?" Now I get where you're coming from. You're on more about performance levels. So, how happy? How happy can you possibly be when you finish bottom and don't win a game? No, you, obviously, that's the downside that you don't want to be 
bottom of the, the table, you know, but at the end of the day, somebody's got to be bottom. And if we'd finished our chances, we wouldn't have been bottom. As I say, with the front, uh, strike force who were inexperienced in Europe, I reckon we'd, we'd be to go again next year and we'll be a better team for it. But... See on that We need to be careful That if we, if we finished our chances We wouldn't have been mm-hmm. bottom That that kind of saying You've got to remember That Celtic did create A lot of chances Look at all the other mm-hmm. team's chances That weren't converted You know I'll look at Well look at Real Madrid last night Right It could have been 3-0 After they scored the second Right We'll look at Madrid And Glasgow Look at Leipzig Even look at Shakhtar and Glasgow Now a lot of chances Missed and passed up By Celtic So It's not yeah, as no, simple to be, to be fair though I think I think they this, the stats sort of back up That Celtic created the same chances In the group as Leipzig They created a good bit more In the group than Shakhtar Shock horror They didn't create as many as Real Madrid Well I'm just thinking individual chances So yeah, but That's what I'm saying Overall in the group stage campaign Celtic created the same as Leipzig More than Shakhtar And obviously less than Real But Well look Let's take the Shakhtar game Right The chances Celtic created In that game alone They didn't take but if Shakhtar took their mm. couple of chances in that game, would Celtic no, have won No, I was talking it? about the group, the group as a whole, sorry, that's been yeah. collated for the, for the full group. I just I just feel a lot of that, it's like, if Celtic had took them, they would have definitely won the game. It's not as clear cut as that. No, of course it's not, because so, you don't know what impact that yeah. then has on the game, and but other team might put their foot down. I think or... it comes back to the balance. Yes, if Celtic took their chances, they would have found it easier, but they've got to find a way to equate, mm-hmm. to minimise those chances other teams creating as well. To try and give themselves the best opportunity I know it's clear as day That Celtic have missed chances But often worry That games could have been Lost by a much bigger margin As well If other teams had, had put mm. chances away Yeah I mean Gordon It's a similar th- the, the words everyone is, is picking up on it You know whether you can be happy With finishing bottom <laughs> Not sure how happy We had the callers Was it last week Saying how would you Sum up Celtic's campaign Okay mm-hmm. Was was the word used What would you go for uh, you? I think it was A style of football um, I think that It'll be interesting To see how And a lot of people say It'll never change It'll never change But it'll be interesting To see if they get there Next year How they approach it But this year They approached it In the front foot Very attacking Never was mm-hmm. going to change I did, as a neutral sitting watching Celtic play in the Champions League I've got to say I enjoyed the games Because as Mark said There were plenty of chances Last night for instance Chances for Real Madrid Chances for Celtic Miss Pentley from Celtic There was excitement That's the kind of football I like to watch And I think that You know If you could turn that into points It'd be absolutely fantastic But you're still up against quality teams And I know what Mark's saying And I do agree with him There are times that the opposition, for instance, at 2-0 last night Could have put that to 3 And you don't know mm-hmm. the character What's going to happen with Celtic But at 2, you're still in the game And and I just liked the style of football mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Celtic fans are bought into but Again, though, was last night not a good lesson In that this idea of chance-taking? Because you're talking about Celtic It could have been 3 But how were Real Madrid at 2? Because they scored 2 penalties And Celtic couldn't do that when their chance came along Surely, it's, surely these players and what is it then? John says the, the, these players will be better for it. Is that the case, or do you need to buy better players at the top end of the pitch? Um, the queue will turn into that guy next season. Yeah, easily. Um, you can't really answer that until like they come up. I think they will be better for it next year. I think knowing the surroundings and knowing the occasion, having been there, 
I've said before I felt that I got more comfortable In that yeah. surroundings Year by year As a striker Well Daz will be able to tell you What that does I think it, Kyogo Giacomacchus Abada even When they get in those positions They've experienced it They must get better They must learn from it And they'll an- See the thing is They'll analyse these videos They'll analyse The areas they get into How many times <coughs> they get in there The importance of taking one of those At that, those specific times mm-hmm. I believe they will be better uh, John what do you think Often when we hear Or when we get our teams That get heavy defeats in Europe We talk about it having a negative impact The conference could go down It could negatively impact domestic results You don't see anything like that happening No, no, no I don't And as I said What Gordon said was Just basically bang on the money You know what I mean They said the The performances Celtic put in Were quite heart, uh, uh, heartening You know It was good to see As I said We weren't uh, destroyed in any games Even though we could beat her Heavily last night, but I thought, still thought we 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 give as good as we got in most games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the it's the feeling, it's the perception of the performance, perhaps versus the facts, because it was you know it was still a a minus eleven goal difference and so on. But anyway, thank you to John oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Keep the calls coming. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 It's Twitter At Clyde SSB Mr RFK says Celtic in Europe need to learn to shut up shop We can't keep trying to play like we do in the SPFL Teams of quality will punish us too open But more quality and calmness in front of goal uh, And we'll improve And uh, Stevie G's just sent one in With a a sort of accusation slash story about Gordon DL. How have I done that? Nah, better not read that just in case that's... True. Well, either way, either if it's true, it could get us in ball, and if it's not, then it's equally bizarre, so I'll just leave it. Um, <laughs> you're, all, you're on the phone just now. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's bring in John, who's a Rangers fan. John, what's on your mind tonight? I had two Gordons and Mark. Yeah. I just Obviously, you, you, asked the, you asked the question at the start of the show, but I mean, anything came out, obviously, the the European campaign that as a Rangers fan I mean very disappointed but the one kind of positive I would probably look at that is the boy Leon King uh, 18, 18 years of age uh, he came on that night uh, against Liverpool mm-hmm. uh, and I think he's I, I think he's I think the boy's done okay I mean 18 years of age he's played against some of the top strikers in Europe and, and I think he's definitely one for the one for the future the boy can play I've watched him he's a big starting boy Still learning the game, obviously, but he, he can play a wee bit. I mean, I've, I've watched him be quite, quite calm through under kind of different kind of uh, maybe difficult situations. I watched him and oh, okay, the other night he kind of he kind of passed the ball across his own eighteen yard box. But I mean, we can all make mistakes. The best of football is make mistakes. But I think he's I think he's one for the future. But overall, it was for Rangers. From my point of view, Rangers' point of view, it was it was totally totally disappointing. I mean, we get a, we get a couple of, we get a couple of dooms in there. I mean, and I'll, I'll admit it. It was against Liverpool. It was a doing, and and I've heard a couple of Celtic boys earlier on. It was that was a doing last night. Matt Wilson's one hundred percent right. I like Matt sometimes. He's honestly sometimes five last last night. It was going five, going about seven or eight. The other night, the other night, the Rangers went two one up. I guess went up the park, made it three one. That's the difference at that level. I mean, but it just to be away for it. It was just totally, totally disappointing. I thought we might have done, might have done, done something. I mean, maybe. But you know, there wasn't there. Obviously, we're playing, we're playing against 
top class teams We know that But there's just something that Mark, uh, Gordon, I've done last week I've said it again There's something wrong at the club And I'll keep on saying that Because there is something wrong at the club Let's get back to that in a second, John Because you've made some interesting points That deserve their own uh, you know, analysis Gordon, if we're talking mm. about every player here Whether it be Celtic Rangers you know, Having a, a, a steep learning curve And being, curve and being better for it that must apply to, to Leon King almost more than than anyone because he's 18 years of age. He's an, it, you know, it's not often you see young centre backs, mm-hmm. and as John says, you're pitched in against some of of Europe's elite. It's clearly been been tough, but but do you think in time he'll be able to be better for it? Oh, without a shadow of doubt. I've watched the lads progress. I was I, I, listen. He's been a little bit fortunate this season, and he's taking his chance for me because. You look at the problems Rangers have had at centre-half. Hollander's out, for instance. Davies, when he came in, you know, it took him time. Golson's now injured. So Suter. Suter's injured. They lost Bassey, who can play left centre-back. Well, didn't lose him, sold him. So there was a gap there for an up-and-coming young player. And I was delighted that, you know, the manager seen the belief in him and the ability the boys got... Yeah, does he make mistakes? Of course he has. He's 18. He's only learned the game. He's only had so many first-team games. It's very difficult to go out there and perform week in, week out at that standard. And when you play against the, the likes of the Liverpools and teams like Napoli with the players and the quality and the movement they've got, Mark will tell you he's played at uh, that level. Um, and it's such a learning curve. And it'll do him the world of good. I think he's got a real future ahead of him. What do you think, Mark? Because obviously, when you look at the games he played, there the were there were lots of ropey moments for the defence. But and you have been there. Does it take a, a little while? And and then do you get to sit back, look back, analyse it, and think, well, I'm that was t- sore at the time, but I'm I'm just going to be I'm now be a better player because I've experienced it. Or how yeah. does it work? I, I certainly will be a better player, having experience coming up against these top players, having witnessed their movement, how sharp they are, their speed of thought. You only get better when you play against better players Equally when you train with him as well And he's training with a good group But playing in this Champions League campaign Will certainly make him better What is he? Is he 18? Mm-hmm. Just now mm-hmm. 18 no. Not 19 till you know, January I'm not, like, I'm not going to patronise him here And give him a pass because he's 18 But I think he's been found wanting a couple of times But I also think he's been unfortunate That what Daz says That Rangers defence has, oh, yeah. has been moved a bit left right centre So whenever he's played He's been playing against uh, beside someone different, a midfielder, arguably a midfielder, or he was then putting in a back three at Anfield. By the way, which I thought he was doing well, he gave away the penalty, obviously. So there's been moments here that you go, would somebody more experienced have done better? Maybe, but I tell you what, I think he he will be a standout in years to come. I don't think there's any doubt, Mark. I totally agree with you. I think that somebody with more experience would have defended better. Um, He's been thrown for me because of the situation and at the deep end. But I think the boy, you know, will learn from that. Uh, You look at, for instance, the other night, they're playing at Ibrox. He's playing, he's 18, he's playing next to Sands, who's not even a recognised centre-back. So there's no ex- no experience there to drag him in and 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 put him into positions and sp- talk to him. I think when he plays with likes of goals and he'll learn more than he'll ever learn because I think with his experience he'll be able to look after the lad in the middle of the defence and and work with him and he gets an education from that. When you can at Rangers or Celtic, whatever at the young age, 
Every game's a learning game for you mm. uh, John, overall then Because you, you finished off saying You still think there's something Wrong at the club Are you Where are you at then? Because I know Maybe the dust settles a bit The emotion of Napoli Goes out the window a bit But you're still feeling pretty down In the dumps I, I just I said to you last I said to you last week uh, <clears throat> I just think there's something There's something wrong From top to bottom I mean the other night I sat in the main stand And I watched I watched Morelos going on He didn't even listen to the manager And the man I can, can, can speak Spanish Roy Mackay came out to speak to him To tell him instructions No interested I, I watched that I mean if, if your manager's told to Or the assistant manager Surely you should be listening Honestly It, it just looked oh, I'm, I'm facing I'm, I'm I can't see his. I can't see his face because I'm looking for a bit behind him. I've, I spoke to a few guys and they've all the same opinion. He just looked. He was just bang. We don't really, not really listening. Just wanted to go in the park. And these two guys can speak fluent, fluent Spanish. I mean, what's the but, not not one I was I was aware of. The overall picture's fascinating, Gordon, for both because we've we always trick ourselves that you can compartmentalize domestic football, European football. You clearly can, and it's clearly. It's clearly having an impact So for all the Rangers fans Who feel that Celtic are You know that Are wondering Why the Celtic fans So happy With a A group stage campaign Where mm-hmm. they finish bottom And then why are all the Rangers fans Coming on so unhappy It's clearly linked To domestic performances as well If you are Rangers Fans You can maybe Accept Losing heavily in the Champions League Because you're up against very good teams But if that is coupled With underwhelming performances And underwhelming results Like the Livingston one It's going to feel worse Surely Yeah that, that's why I highlighted The fact of Why Postacoglu and Celtic Are getting the pats in the back For finishing bottom of the league And obviously goals against And only scoring four goals It's because of the style of play the, um, Gordon And the, the, the you know Fans go along there They pay hard earned cash as much as they want their team to win, of course they do, first and foremost, they want entertained a bit as well. Now, we've had number of Rangers fans on here after league games. Dundee United, for instance, they were leading 2-0 and they were leaving their droves after 75 minutes, which was hardly ever heard at Ibrox and, well, when I played it was, but after that, you know, fans would stay there and cheer their team on and look for more goals. And fans come on this programme constantly complaining with the style of football If Rangers had played with a good style And a good tempo And you know There's there's John noticing things about Morelis mm. coming You know See you're playing at a good tempo And a good style And you're even getting beat You never notice these wee tiny things they, they things will never be brought up I just think the Rangers fans were disappointed They've got there They've got some good games Glamour games And they've just not performed is the whole thing then Mark Because the Rangers fans Who call in the show And are very upset And very frustrated And then They're saying Well Celtic had a poor campaign as well And then their fans Don't seem so frustrated They must just feel For whatever reason That, that, that they're in a In a different place As an example Should Ange Postacoglu Drop points To Dundee United At the weekend There will be Anger Frustration I'm sure But pretty mild yeah, You'd have to yeah. imagine If Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Goes to Perth And drops points on Sunday you would expect a much more severe reaction on these phones. but So why is that? Well, like we keep talking style play. It's attractive to what... Like see if we take that Champions League package that fans... What was that, 160 quid? Or something like that for the three games. I know which one I would have rather paid 160 quid to go and watch. Maybe it boils down to that. There's a certain style at Celtic, a certain swagger. You know, we'll go toe-to-toe and if we get beat, 
By the way, I'll take the flag as a manager. Like Ange Postacolo says, Rangers, there doesn't seem to be any style. Uh, they seem to be lost at times And then when the manager comes out It's often Well here's an excuse And here's another excuse And we've not got that money And that just Doesn't sit well With the Rangers fans Now domestically as well When you're getting similar performances However You're just better players And you eventually get over the mm-hmm. line Or just get over the line It still Doesn't appease everybody So I think that's That's the ill feeling Towards Van Bronckhurst just now Now he put it Right to a certain extent Against Aberdeen Went a, another kind of tiny step back But what You expect that maybe in Europe mm-hmm. He needs to consolidate the performance Against Aberdeen At McDermott Park come Sunday Or there will be people on the phone saying No, time's up Anything he can do to win you over, John? Hi go, go, go. Just one on, one on Sunday I said on, on last week I had four games to play Apart from the European game with four league games We beat Aberdeen And we've got St John's in Hearts And we've got St London Before the World Cup break I said that we need twelve. I've got nine. We need we need the nine points. We've got to we've got to keep them. We've got to keep just behind. Who knows? Celtic. I don't know. I don't know the games they've got, but we've just got to worry about ourselves at the moment. Get get the nine points, mm. uh, and we'll take it for there. But against just before we go against Aberdeen, I actually I actually thought the boy Sands when he played in midfield, I actually thought he played well. He can pass with his two feet, and he can have kept the he can have kept the ball moving. I mean, but. Okay, it's the injuries though isn't it Because then he couldn't really have played Anywhere else the other night And that, that is yeah. the difficulty uh, Thank you very much to John uh, Robert is going to be up next He's got some very interesting thoughts On the campaigns overall For our clubs in the Champions League We'll hear them next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale are about to be joined by Robert in Kelvin Bridge How's it going Robert? Alright, good evening gentlemen How's it going, you well? Yeah, thank you, thank you very much well, Good yeah. man, good man What are you thinking then as we look back on these Champions League groups? Right, uh, I think I speak for both Celtic and Rangers I'm a Celtic man but it's absolutely, and I'm going to stress it, absolutely unacceptable. Their performances, the number of points and number of goals they have scored in those groups, it's unacceptable. And I, I'm, and people, when people fall in and say that this, that, and the next thing, performance was good, etc. We got entertained and all the rest of our not true supporters, and they're delusional. If you look at that, the the, the thirty-two teams. In the Champions League group stages, Celtic and Rangers, looking at their support, at their stadia, their tradition, at the following, global following, are in the top six teams in in, 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 in the Champions League. They should be, or, or at least one of them should be going uh, to the uh, uh, next, next round 16. And it's absolutely unacceptable the number of points and the number of goals have been scored. And it's high time for Celtic and Rangers to wake up and go and play in a proper league. And I'm not going to say I have respect for Hart, Aberdeen and all the rest of it, because they don't seem to be able to sort themselves out. It's about time Celtic and Rangers got together because they're giants of football in the world and go and play in England. And then we will see through Celtic and Rangers. And that's my view on it. And I'd like to hear what the what the, what the what the pundits say. Just let me test one one bit of it, Robert, because you made a very strong case, and you said that if you look at the thirty-two teams in the Champions League, 
And if you think of the stadium And the support And the tradition Celtic and Rangers should be in the top six But you missed out a fairly important one Which is money Oh, if Celtic have If Celtic and Rangers go down south they're going to be bigger. And I'm also a Manchester United super. Oh no, see that's the thing Now I get that Obviously if you go somewhere m- with more money But you were also using that As Proof that The way they've performed this season Has been unacceptable Surely the money that you're able to spend on players Is a bit more important Than your history or the size of your stadium No, I remember when Martin O'Neill was uh, Was in charge When Liverpool came to town What happened then? Do you remember? It wasn't 7-1 to Liverpool against Celtic, was it? And all of a sudden it's 7-1 uh, against mm. Rangers for Liverpool. That's acceptable. 5-1 uh, Celtic goal. Shakhtar Donetsk come over, uh, have a couple of draws here and there. Come on, man. It's absolutely mm. unacceptable for the size. And I think both clubs are completely mismanaged. I think they talk a good game, but they don't put the money where their mouths are. End of story. The Celtic and Rangers are so much bigger that some of the teams that have progressed to the next 16. Some of the... They're bigger than Napoli. Who's going to tell me that Celtic or Rangers have, are not bigger than Napoli? It's in, in Dreamland. They, they, they don't understand football. Well, they, well, like they, they may well be bigger, whatever that means, Mark. But mm. Napoli are one of the best teams in Europe exactly. and shock horror, Rangers and Celtic are not well, this season. That so. was going to be my point. Obviously, Robert's upset at how... Our clubs here in Scotland are represent themselves, but unfortunately, football isn't about you know stature and how many season tickets you hold or the trophies you won years ago. Football evolves very quickly, and we've seen. By the way, take your top teams out. Of it, you know your big six in England, and you know your teams in Germany and Spain that are always at top of leagues. Even the provincial clubs in those leagues have all got much better over the years. Uh, and it's become harder and harder for us to keep up Wait, But like, we're always going to get back to this argument Take Celtic Rangers out of this league And put them in England And then everything will be fixed People seem to forget If that did happen It's going to be a long time Before they get to grips With their surroundings there Before they build up the yeah, Champions did, did, League football would be far in the distance for them. Did you enjoy the Bernabeu Celtic fans? How do you fancy Fleetwood next season? Maybe we'll build up to <laughs> yeah, the Champions League in a, in a few seasons' time. Um, to be fair, though, right, Robert's obviously on about that. It's an age old problem. Celtic Rangers, big fish in a small pond. They then mm. go into being the small fishies in the big pond in the Champions League. Um, small fish, I should say, in the, the big pond in mm. the Champions League. So. Um, and, and should they still do better than than they than they did do this yeah, season? Yeah, in my opinion, the the, the should Gordon um, was I when I seen the groups that um, they were drawn in. Did I expect them to go and top it? Of course, I don't think anybody did. Um, but I thought uh, you know seven one. Uh, Robert's wrong I don't think that's acceptable To Rangers supporters And we get proof of the pudding that yeah, I was going to say I'm not sure anyone did say It was acceptable no, did they? As, as much as Liverpool Are a, a quality side And let's not get away from that But There was a lot of games there I don't think was acceptable There's ways to get beat um, And I think especially Rangers fans This season In the Champions League Probably Don't accept The campaign they can accept not qualifying because of the standard you've said there, Napoli, Liverpool, you know, Ajax are a decent side as well. But I think it was the performances as well. On the other hand, Celtic 
They get the pats in the back Still finish bottom of the league But they get the pats mm. in the back Because the chances created Style of football And I just think the way Ange Postacoglu Handles himself The Celtic fans just hang on every word They believe so much in this guy For what he's achieved And quite rightly so He walked into an absolute mess And turned the club into a very good football club As in football style uh, The players he's brought in Entertaining as well so I don't think it's acceptable And I don't think people have come on here and said Yeah it's acceptable We're, Both teams have finished second We've got to look to do better You cutting any slack Robert For the lack of Champions League experience That both sides had Celtic haven't been in it in a while Rangers even longer um, You know you, I think you're, you're comparing to some of the other teams That maybe aren't huge Take Club Bruges as an example Yes not, not massive compared to those two But they're still in the Champions League Nearly every season And, and learn from it Is there any scope for our teams to do that? The only the, I'm I'm going to stick by what I said. The only listen, with all due respect, I don't mean to offend anybody, but this small talk has been going on for twenty, thirty years. When was the last time somebody bar Celtic or Rangers won the Scottish League? Never. Thirty five, thirty six years ago. And it's always the same in Europe. It's all small talk. They need to change their mindset completely. Not making excuses. There's no excuses. There are two huge clubs. And I'm going to say it yet again. What happened? 5-1 in Bernabeu is unacceptable for Celtic. It's unacceptable. 2-0, 2-1, 3-1 maybe. 3-2, 1-0, but not 5-1. Come on, man. It's unacceptable. So if it's 3-1 it's okay oh, yeah. five, isn't it? 5-1 we're Robert we're on the screen Behind Gordon now Man United against Sociedad Man United are arguably The biggest club in the world Yet we're watching them In the Europa League You know what I mean And they've got One of the world's Greatest ever strikers On X amount of money They've got Casemiro Who's just came through Man, uh, Real Madrid All the stars in the world Yet This Sociedad team Beat them at Old Trafford Did they not And, mm. and the return leg of this so football isn't always about how big you are as a club and all your okay, accolades though, you've got. Maybe that maybe that actually backs up what Robert's saying. Should our teams not be able to find ways of toppling big boys at times? They probably should, but I wouldn't say it's mm. unacceptable. Seven one, mm. yeah, at home is unacceptable, but I wouldn't say unacceptable for Celtic to go to the Bernabeu and lose five one. Uh, by the way, see, I, I bet you gamble responsibly. I bet you there's a lot of people. Had backed that last night because it's just the nature of Real Madrid against the Celtic. best team in Europe. Yeah. I, it, like it's obviously just an unforgiving environment, Gordon. You only have to go through the Champions League even this season. Atletico Madrid, bottom of their mm-hmm. group, by Leverkusen out. Barcelona out. Sporting in Marseille out. RB Salzburg well backed, not from a big league. Um, out. Sevilla very good in the Europa League in recent seasons. Out. Juventus three points out. That's not to say Robert isn't on to something about You know we should still aim higher All that stuff It's just a, a side note if you like you've To point out how unforgiving an environment is You've just named bigger clubs than Rangers and Celtic Probably ever be there You know the Barcelonas of this world And teams like that um, With financial backing that's incredible And they're out mm. I, I, Listen where I do agree with Robert is You've got to try and set the bar a little bit higher for yourself You know I think that Unacceptable is a good word he's using the fact that you know seven one against Liverpool performances Celtic five one look they can do that to a lot but one off games 
Mm. I just think they've got to try and do a little bit better. So it's up to Celtic and Rangers. They're in the Champions League next year. They've really got to improve in this. Uh, thank you very much to Robert. Interesting to hear his take. And it's that time of the night already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on down, beat the pundit time. Another defeat for the pundits last night. Oh, Marvin Bartley lost. It has been a Did ropey. They? Did you lose on Tuesday? Don't know. No, oh, no, no, no. I got accused of cheating mm. Tuesday, and mm. it's still going around. Oh, he was good last over. night, actually. Yeah, he was good. He was very good. Um, was yeah. He? But yeah. I mean, what did we have? Three victories for the listeners last week. One or two already this week. Just the one. So the recent recent history is looking pretty good for the listeners. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. You need your call in before seven, and you could be trying to beat the pundit next. Tackle the headlines. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Of course the Champions League campaign's officially over Officially finished last night So we're reflecting on it Even asking if you found any positives in there I know you Rangers fans have been particularly annoyed When you've come on this phone in recent weeks Was there anything anything that you can take forward? Uh, Celtic fans, how do you reflect on Real Madrid uh, last night It shows you We're obviously Very much into the big picture We've not even Whinged about referees Or penalties conceded Or anything like that Last night So uh, Pick up the phone And let us know How you're feeling 0141 951 1025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB However It is that time of the night Forget the Champions League This is the main event Clearly Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football a word of warning to Alan and Hamilton and Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale. I think these are tough tonight. Uh-oh. Straight away, I've had you a look. Come out with that. I think these Uh-oh. are tough. Mm. Mm. Alan, how's it going? Sorry to land that on Not you. Not bad. Not bad. Where are you at the moment, Alan? Are you out and about? I'm sitting outside Ravenscraig just now. My son's got Football training and Ravenscraig, so I'm sitting outside waiting on them. Oh, that's your haunt, is it not, Gordon DL? You, yeah, you're regularly but... spotted up there. Yeah, yeah. Been, in the gym, the I've machines. Been known to walk about there, yeah. The vending. Yeah. <laughs> and other machines. Uh, are the coffee shop's quite good, isn't it, pop there? <laughs> that's what he hangs about, isn't it? <laughs> Best on people. Yeah. Just say my name, you'll um, get a free bit. Anyway, I'm sure I saw your tab. He put it off Listen you think the he's got a tab Alan Are you joking <laughs> He won't pay for it That's for sure If you name drop They'll chase you out Anyway let's uh, Let's toss the coin See who you're up against Heads it is Mark Wilson And tails it's Gordon DL Pundits are having a bit of a tough time At the moment Has to be said And it's heads Yes so It's going to be Mark I'm up for happy it. for that oh, I'm, I'm up for it I fancy Dan A good run I think these are tough tonight So what we'll do is We'll give Mark some Clyde 2 To listen to it We'll get the clock ready We'll put 30 seconds on it Alan and I'll just quickly remind you that you're fine to pass and move on if you don't know the answer, okay? No bother. Right, let's get stuck in. Thomas Ronyi left Celtic in 2013 to join which English side? Southampton. Who currently wears number 11 for Rangers? Tom Worms. St Johnson's 2014 Scottish Cup final win was played at which stadium? Amden. How many Scottish clubs did Bilal Mojny play for? Including loans Name any Motherwell player On at least their second spell With the club Liam Kelly Name any brothers Who've played In the Scottish Premiership This season Yeah Pass Oh Let's bring back Mark Wilson Mark can you hear us Yeah Yeah Same set of questions Now that I think about it Have a coffee You're okay (laughs) John 
What's his name, John? Alan. Alan. Close to. He's got the first one wrong. He's not even on. Thanks for listening. Guy's name. Yeah, okay. you ready, Mark? Yeah. Thomas Ronye left Celtic in 2013 to join which English side? Ooh. Brentford. Who currently wears number 11 for Rangers? Oh, Matondo. St Johnson's 2014 Scottish what? Cup final win was played at which stadium? Celtic Park. How many Scottish clubs did Bilal Mojani play for? Three Including loans <laughs> Name any Motherwell player On at least their second spell With the club Oh Sorry Name any brothers Who've both played In the Scottish Premiership This season McGinn I can't That was horrific from you I'm sorry I'm going in early I'm just spoiling it and no, it's I thought that was okay Rubbish from him I uh, bet he's won Thomas Ronya Is a former teammate of his <laughs> I know St Johnston's Scottish Cup final He, he was on the bench Yeah So he should have wiped the floor with it And I don't think he did Alan What do you think Looking back on it I don't know mate Ronya went to Sheffield Wednesday No No he went to Wigan Wigan Set colour strips Thomas Ronya went to I Wigan I have known that Number 11 for Rangers is Tom, Tom Lawrence, Lawrence. 1-0 to right. Alan. Uh, oh. I mean this It was stacked in his favour Alan He was on the bench For the 2014 Scottish Cup final Get a good view of it It was at Celtic Park One each Bilal Mojny has played for Rangers And Dundee United Two, two. Alan got it Goes 2-1 Ooh, in front Alan's away yeah. in- Including loans Name any Motherwell player On Louis at least their second spell With the club oh. Louis Moult Stuart McKinstry uh, we're even accepting Liam Kelly. Did he actually? I mean, was it just a loan then made permanent? Did oh, listen? He's sitting at Ravens Creek. He should get that. He got Liam Kelly. Well he's done, Alan. Three one up. Oh, did he get it? Aye. You're getting a Kit Kat with your coffee. A Kit Kat. And none of way. you could remember that Alan and James Forrest played against each other at like so the ah. weekend. Uh, Liam Kelly, the answer to two questions because he played against Sean Kelly. Or not even played against. Just both played in the Premiership. Ryan, Ryan, and Dylan McGowan. Mm, as well that one. Nah. Three One Victory Well done Alan Get the coffee on Get Diaz on. tab Do a lap of honour Round the pitch at Ravens Craig The sign ball is on its way Well done Alan just sit there And I'll drop it off son No problem I can't believe you're actually I'm Aye, don't worry, I'll catch up <laughs> Alan and Hamilton, well And Motherwell from Hamilton Thank you Well, that was Ah, it's dreadful that really was, cool. See now, but, that was aye, dreadful aye, aye. I'm looking at the expected right questions Seen the expected right you questions You were in minus four I would have got ten there Nah, but you, you were in minus four Underperformed Horrific Underperformed That was poor I just, for you I know, I was, Slattery, I mean, come on You know what, I had I, I was thinking of Moult And I couldn't remember I went Slattery I don't know why Slattery was in my head The Forest Brothers you're, Well known You're lucky McGinn you're No, lucky. no, no, no No, no, no. Come on Where's the ah. No, what? No, one's at Falkirk One's at Aston Falk. Villa One's at Motherwell nah. so. Yeah, yeah, nah, didn't play Paul and Stephen I'm saying Anyway you're, you're lucky you were sitting on that bench at Celtic Park Exactly By the way I'm fortunate <laughs> I know Do you know the thing is as well I if feel only, nicely If only he, he had got the big call up to mix it with the big dogs on Sky Sports and be live on the TV at the oh. weekend in a game which involved Forrests James oh. Forrest and Al- Alan's former team of course he's at mm-hmm. Hearts now I forgot that when yeah, I mentioned yeah, yeah, they yeah. played against each other yeah, but it yeah, still should have been sort of fresh in your mind it should have been because it was mm. the week before they played against Hold each other at Hearts Hold on he a minute he's not going he's not he, he, he looked at those questions beforehand and you says they were tough who did? you right. you said they were they tough weren't. and I found them tough oh you made them look tough uh, well tougher yeah. than what mm. they looked you were saying they were easy. It's uh, easy when you're sitting there and you're going, I've heard them before. No, I, I listen, I shout out. Anyway, it was a poor you're performance not for me. I've let, tonight, I've let everyone down. 
Including myself Family Family Doug Everything He's, He listens every Thursday he does. <laughs> yeah, Doug does <laughs> Makes more sense than you two I would imagine He'll be disgusted uh, 01419511025 The famous RFC says I highly doubt anyone expected both Scottish clubs to progress from tough groups But goals scored Conceded Points picked up were unacceptable Leipzig, Dortmund, Frankfurt Three teams that Rangers went toe-to-toe with last season All Progressed Says the famous RFC At Clyde SSB um, Let's bring in Alec Who's on the phone from Airdrie What's your point tonight Alec? Hi guys um, been listening with some interest uh, To the programme mm-hmm. uh, Can I just make a comment about Robert The guy that was on before uh, Point Before I go on to my main point Sure His point about Rangers and Celtic Joining whatever The English Premiership Or whatever Is never going to happen does he honestly think that teams sitting at the top of the championship are going to allow teams from Scotland to get no way that's never going to happen so let's stop the debate on that right now yeah I mean very quickly Mark because there's certain topics that just come up every couple of months randomly and have done for 20 years maybe yeah um I, I think for now For our own sanity Can we knock it in the head Alex course. right Forget even the teams In the championship What about below that How does it fit into the pyramid Is there any appetite for it Look Maybe one day it does happen But can we maybe deal with it I think then? if it was going It would have By now The amount we've spoke about it And you know, I genuinely think There is fans out there That think The Premier League in England Would just say come, come on in You know We'll either extend our league Or by the way, see the couple that hang about the bottom every year and yo-yo up and down? We'll just <laughs> put you out and take these two in. Not a chance. I'll never see it, I don't think, in my lifetime. Right, I think that's us, hopefully. Oh, we've, knocked that's it in the head for, we've knocked it in the head for now. Um, absolutely no chance now. Hey, you're never seen it. It'll not happen in the next five years. Let's <laughs> oh. <laughs> get you killed off. Uh, this show's taking a sinister <laughs> twist. Oh, yes. Anyway, Alec, right, I think we've knocked that in the head for now. Um, what, what else do you want to oh, share mate, with the guys? Can I go, can I go into my main point absolutely. now? Um, uh, Gordon was talking earlier about this boy Leon King going to be the future of Rangers. Yeah, he might very well be, but he's not going to be in the, in the, in the immediate future. How how does the manager expect to get competitive uh, performances and 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 wins from a team that he's already told isn't good enough? He told them on Saturday. He told them on Tuesday. How does he think that he's, he's going to get, you know, excellent performances and competition for, you know, for for, uh, for league positions out of a team that he's already told aren't good enough? Jock Wallace um, and, and, and other managers would never, ever have dreamt of coming away with stuff like that. Okay, the manager might personally have an opinion. But he should never, ever voice that opinion publicly as a Rangers manager. Did Giovanni van Bronckers get some of his messaging wrong, I think would be the question from Well, I said tonight the difference with Rangers fans, Celtic fans just now is I think the Celtic manager um, handles that side absolutely brilliantly, Gordon. Even a 5-1 defeat Celtic fans are on here Talking about You know it, the positives The comparisons are tough right Because we, we are There's a danger to go round in circle And them and us Specifically Rangers If they were yeah. looking after themselves And not comparing them to anyone else that 
no, you make of the way no, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst well, approached well, it? Supporters um, phoning in, and Alex not the first and won't be the last to comment on what the Rangers manager said um, a few times. Uh, that tells its own story for me. Um, I didn't say that King was be the future of Rangers. I just thought the lad will have a bright future because I think he's good talent. But I think Van Bronckhorst... Um, I thought he got his his press conferences wrong at times. I think he came out with things that he shouldn't have done, and in the back of poor performances, it really upset the Rangers fans. It was a lot of negativity. And Mark will tell you if you're sitting in a dressing room and you're playing in tournaments and big tournaments, you want your manager to be positive. You want to hear, but you want him to make you feel great. Whether he believes it or not is a completely different matter. But you don't want to hear a negativity before the tournament or one game in the tournament. I thought that Van Bronckhurst handled the Champions League and I like him. I think he's a decent guy. I think that, you know, he's got... I'm not here to say get him sacked. I think he's got his problems just now. I think that there's a lot of Rangers fans turned against him. But I just think he handled that side very poorly indeed. I would agree. There is a stark difference between the way Ange Postacoglu has handled this whole Champions League thing and Van Bronckhurst in the media. I'm talking about take tactics and stuff away. That Postacoglu has been very upfront, very bullish, you know, lacking in excuses. If we keep playing this way, we, we feel we'll get the right results. Whether I said earlier on, Van Bronckhurst seems to be bringing it the excuse book, you know. We couldn't compete was the first one we heard. Now that is alarming. I want to be inspired if I'm in the changing room by my manager. Not be told that I cannot compete and I've got another five games to go. Now think of those Rangers players getting to their first game at Ibrox. You know, they've just been battered. Their first game at Ibrox in the Champions League. Their manager the week before said they can't compete. How does that make you feel as a squad? Not great, I'll tell you that. Um, and then it's injuries. And then last night it was the money. And then it was last night, by the way, their league helped them out and our league, you know, we didn't get a rest. I think Rangers fans are fed up with that and, and they want better, you know, representation. And that, I've got nothing against Van Bronckers, but it's the Rangers fans that are mainly coming on here and saying that I'm, I'm probably agreeing with them because it's there in black and white, you can see it. And yeah, like we all know, if you upset the fans and you don't match it, with results mm. and performances There's only one way it goes Well Alex certainly isn't liking it And Alec On one hand though It's obviously True The money is just It's just not There in comparison And and maybe you shouldn't expect Financially Rangers to compete with Ajax Or Napoli or Liverpool Why Why is that not enough for you then Why have you got such an issue With the way he's gone about it Well You've got two guys in the programme Who played at the top level One with Celtic One with Rangers How would they have felt If Ten minutes before a kick-off Their manager told them They weren't good enough You've got to inspire Players And Van Bronckhorst Apparently keeps coming away With these negative I don't really care How the Celtic manager Manages Celtic And how he achieves uh, the results for Celtic I'm only interested in my team And right now I don't think My team is being managed In a direction That's going to take us to success Either domestically Or in European competitions 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'm not sure he sits them down 10 minutes mm. before as, you know, as black and white as that and says, by the way, you lot are hopeless. I, I, not usually, good I, get what, I usually got that at the half time at Mark. That was usually my team talk, and uh, mm. Andy will back that up as he did the other night. <laughs> oh, are you after the other night? You could talk to me on the phone. Andy, so you okay? Andy gave it, uh, yeah, I've been a few good comments out about the road, <laughs> but uh, uh, Andy's quite right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Alec. Let's bring in John, who's also a Rangers fan. What have you got for uh, us, John? Hi, good evening guys How are you? Uh, not bad um, Just touching on Listening to the show tonight uh, About Where we are From last year to this year We went from um, Being Really, really on the ball Getting to a, a Europa Cup final Everybody was buzzing Fans Players were Heads were up Coming out the, the, the tunnel This season We've took a doing in Europe Okay, we've bagged A bit of cash A fair bit of cash But we went from having a bit of credibility back into Scottish football to now, in my opinion, teams will maybe look and say, Rangers and Celtic, you know, they're, they're back and they're, they're, they're doing the pecking order again. But one of your callers spoke earlier on there about there's something going on within the club. I think that too, because we've lost all these good quality players. We've had a real lot of cash coming in on the back of Champions League. And the transfer window were clearly no strength, and that's for sure. Heads are down. Tillman, for instance, Tavernier as a captain's been not having a pop, and he's not going to drop the captain. But Tavernier's been horrendous as well. The heads are down. They're coming out of the tunnel, and they're not interested. They're beat before a ball's even kicked. I said that when I went to the Liverpool game. It was pretty shocking. But it's done. We're out. Let's concentrate in the league. See what January brings Regarding Vanny Van Bronckhurst I'm not coming on the phone And saying I want him sacked But pfft, This World Cups Came at a real good time For him I think So I don't know What your thoughts are on that Yeah it only comes At a real good time If um, the earlier caller Was right And get the th- uh, the nine points In the next three games That's so important It's one game at a time For him He's coming under A lot of pressure um, <coughs> I I agree I, 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 Are they as good As what they were Organised everything about them. Now they've changed the system since Steven Gerrard obviously went won the title, and you know Rangers fans loved that, and the style of football was a lot better. Um, I just think he's struggling a little bit with. There's a lot of players out of form, and also what's alarming as well is you've got guys like Morelos and Ken, and basically they're running down their contracts, um, probably to hopefully get an exit out of Rangers and going further a career elsewhere. And I think Rangers fans find that very hard uh, as on top of the performances. But I just think the performances this year, Gordon, for guys going along to support our team, want a bit of, look, you want to win, but you want a bit of entertainment, you want a bit of flair, you want a bit of passion, you want a bit of pace about it. Mm. I don't think, I take Aberdeen out of the equation, I thought Aberdeen, against Aberdeen played particularly well, but the World Cup, yeah, it has come at a good time for him, but he's got to get the nine points for me. I think this is the, the contrast from last season, which is doing for a lot of Rangers fans, Mark, because we were debating this on Monday, everyone just keeps talking about how well the Champions League is a step up The Champions League is harder than the Europa League And it's a very It's a very broad statement As the tweeter for the famous RFC says Leipzig, Dortmund and Frankfurt Three teams that Rangers went toe-to-toe with 
all managed to progress Now Rangers might have had a harder group than them Fine, so I know it's not always directly comparable But if, if that's where Rangers set their bar They did it, they deserve the praise for it mm-hmm. We had, we had callers on here Talking about how getting to the final was You know, in this day and age was One of the greatest European achievements For a Scottish club of all time That's the sort of language yeah. that was getting used So it was Rangers that almost set that bar Is, is that why some fans are finding it so tough to stomach when the manager sort of is saying, "Well, you know what? It's a step up, and we can't compete because we were competing just fine yeah, five months yeah, ago." Yeah. So, and I think that's what, uh, I, you know, some of the callers tonight have said that there's something going on. There must be something else going on at the club because they're probably scratching their head, going, "Well, how can they compete at that level? Get to the final, and within four months or five months, be at these levels where the manager's now saying we can't compete, and it seems to be." You know, a lack of effort at times in, in the players' parts. You know, there just seems to be a lack of an idea on the pitch. Even the manager sometimes looks lost. But you, you then compare that to nights against Leipzig and Dortmund and everything looked to be, you know, joined up. The dots were, you know, the stars were aligning. It was all perfect. How's it all went wrong? How's so? Why are so many players off form? I keep going back to it. You can have maybe... Two or three off form And then it kind of rotates You'll get another two or three off form And then Those other ones that were off They pick up To have most of the squad off form You go back to that run Mark And uh, look Morelis was massive part of it Not at it Kent Massive part Not at it Everybody's criticising Tavernier Captain Not at it Kamara Who played a massive part in it as well Terrific player I know he's been injured But before he was injured Gordon he wasn't the regular first pick as well. So the nucleus of those guys that achieved so much, and obviously they've lost Golson, who I, I now, I hope every Rangers fan appreciate how decent he is at centre-back, not just with the way he plays, his organisation and pulling play, players about and defenders about for me, but the nucleus of that team that succeeded has went backwards, not forwards. What do you think, John? I mean, there's that. I don't probably, I probably don't get enough time to actually sit here and tell you, but just to touch on a couple of things. I mean, you touch on these other teams that we went toe to toe with. Let's not kid ourselves, they've probably spent big money. For sure. We've, 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 spent, we've spent nothing, and what we have spent is poor signings. The team's deflated. Maybe Vanny Van Bronckhurst doesn't fill their boots with a lot of uh, excitement. Maybe he's a laid back guy. Who knows? They'll only know in that dressing room. But we're a completely different team for last year. Let's not kid ourselves. And the buys and the money that's come into the club must be through the roof. But there has been no excitement for me regarding De- uh, um, Gordon had touched on, regarding um, Morelis and, and Kent. You could turn around and say there's maybe a bit of friction in the dressing room. People wanting away, people uh, injured, heads are down. Who knows? But you know something, we've made a lot of money for the Champions League. Let's move on. Let's try and get the January window open. Let's try and get the league back to Ibrox um, and have the rest of the good season. But up until now, it's been pretty mm. awful, to be honest with you. Thank you very much, John. 01419511025. Good time to call. We'll get you next. 
taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Right, it's that time of the night where Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson come together with their wonderful individual football knowledge. They put it together to create a formidable team on the full time teaser. Now, the idea is that you send in the questions to try and catch them out. And they see if they can be victorious by the end of the show So that's what we're going to do uh, tonight Ian in Livingston has sent this one in uh, And he wants to know Since 2000-2001 Nine managers have managed a team That scored at least five goals Against Celtic or Rangers So since 2000-2001 Nine managers have managed a team That scored at least five goals in one game Against Celtic or Rangers It doesn't include European qualifiers Although I can't imagine That will have happened Bratislava Bratislava uh, yeah. Try to think of that um, guy's name there Thank goodness Yeah I'm not going to ask you For the Bratislava <laughs> manager's name That's a tough name. one So since t- you heard the question mm. Let's see what you can come up with And just a reminder to you Listening out there If you want to submit your question And hear it used in the show Like Ian in Livingston tonight It's full time At Clyde1.com I'm going to go for a right Out the box one to start us off Put the box Yeah Jimmy Calderwood No I thought that was a great show Based on Aberdeen Klopp But hold on but Are we talking about Scottish teams? Just any teams Oh any teams right Klopp But what makes you think <laughs> so Who do you think I'm Jimmy Calderwood's Aberdeen Scored five against Out of I, Celtic I or Rangers have, uh, Both I don't know They were good in the, that, that wow. year it's, uh, a, okay. it's a dreadful shout It's a dreadful shout <laughs> Especially when there's two Staring in his right in the Yes Can <laughs> <laughs> for Jimmy Calderwood Over Ancelotti <laughs> thought, Do you know So I thought that was really A good, good answer Unfortunately uh, it was a wrong answer But No many would have got that Would you Right. I, could, I could have been the one at 5-8 to tonight You're going you'll never get this Klopp and Ancelotti I'd already been in there Are indeed both correct Are they right okay right, so Any we'll, Scottish managers So we'll leave it there Because you're only looking for 9 more Right that's 7 So we'll leave it there for now Full time <laughs> at Clyde1.com If you want to submit your questions And please do uh, Johns and Johnston uh, John what's on your mind tonight There's a lot being said about these Champions League campaigns Yes, thanks Gordon Hi Gordon and Mark uh, Listen, a lot of negativity uh, Scotland is a wee country they, they don't have a lot of money They do their best But I, I was saying to the producer In the last 19 years And I know 19 years a long time ago And the financial gulf wasn't maybe as big But Celtic got to Seville in 2003 Rangers 2008 Manchester And then again Seville And out with that, Gordon Strachan's Celtic team managed two two years in a row qualifying for Champions League and Celtic missed out with nine points two years as well. There's a lot of negativity. Surely that's surely that's not a bad record. I know this year wasn't great, but we're a wee country. I don't know what you guys think. Mark? I think he makes a good point uh, in a sense that we're a wee country and you know, we've not got the millions that the other teams have got, but when you look back in the last, what was that? He was, 19 years. 19 years. Yes, and to be fair, I know John acknowledged it himself. That is still quite a long time. And it's if still, we're talking yeah. about Gordon Strachan's last 16s, as good as they were, again, long time ago. What are long we, fi- time how ago. long? 15 years or something to uh, make you feel old? Yeah, 2006 and 2007, right? So, yeah, a long time ago. 
So you're looking at it that way Look, there, I suppose you can point to that as a success But the football moves on pretty quickly Fans move on Expectations with Celtic and Rangers Never move on though The, the fans expect the clubs to move with the times And that's where I suppose the criticism comes in When they eventually get there And it's been such a letdown that Fans, you know, have got a right to, to point the finger and say Hold on a minute, we, we expect to win no matter who we're playing against If it's domestically mm. or European If it's Real Madrid or Barcelona I've said before Even see back in that day When we played Barcelona And we played AC Milan Fans expected us mm. to beat them There was no question of oh, By the way You're playing against Ronaldinho here The World Player of the Year You need to beat them And that's that's the expectations Do you, not, do you not think finishing bottom of the league It was just for the two teams But if you look at it a success, and I know what John's saying about we're a small country and the mon- money and everybody mentions that, but surely I think it would have been better for us if we were challenging for that third pot spot. You know, Rangers, to me, never looked like they were going to get anywhere near that. Difficult groups, good teams, um, and they've took a, a couple of hidings on the way. Um, but I just think that I wasn't looking at Rangers Celtic for first or second. Of course, I wasn't in that, that quality. But to make a good fist of the third place fight. Is that but, fair, John? Uh, absolutely. Obviously, the boys know what they're talking about. But I just mm. think that name your, your Swedish clubs, your Belgian clubs, your, your, your Norway clubs that have done as good as that over that last period that I'm talking about. It, it, we've done, in fact, as far I'm I'm a Celtic fan, but I, I'm, a, I'm a fan, I'm not a supporter, I don't buy merchandise and I don't go to the games right mm-hmm. uh, the last time I was at, the only time I've been at Parkhead was my brother was playing the Celtic playing the park with Carling I don't know if you like to say that but the only time I've been there watching my brother under Gordon Strachan actually uh, he was uh, the home manager anyway um, <laughs> my two best pals are Rangers fans and my pal Graham he's, he's dying now he loves Rangers He's going through a period now where he's 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 beside himself with what's happening with his team, and I see his pain, but I see it as a, a reality. Yes, money talks. We all know that. And even back in two thousand and seven, six, eight, back playing Barcelona, yes, there's a big gulf in finance there, but it's not as big then as it is now. It's you can't expect Celtic and Rangers to turn up and win. Most of the games are get get to the point where they're challenging for the top two. That's my point. Yeah, I, again, the, the, it's almost although John's a Celtic fan. That's the that's the Giovanni van Bronckers theory on, mm. on it all. It's it's not an entirely new one. I think we we do appreciate it up to a point, Mark. Um, see, see the night the the draw was made and we stood in here and we seen mm-hmm. the teams. And I think even we looked at the groups and, and went, okay, Liverpool and Real Madrid are your standouts. But they're and, winnable games. But you looked at Ajax, right? Because Rangers had just put out PSV. And you looked at Napoli, who weren't as proven to be I, as good as they are now. Napoli's a difficult one, isn't it? Because yeah. Napoli, what we know of Napoli now is different to what we, th- or yeah. what we think of Napoli now is different to what we thought when the draw was made. Having seen them, I don't they, think Rangers they stand going to take any points off them. You look at Leipzig And we all say Well Rangers and Leipzig uh-huh. last year, And you look at Shakhtar They've been displaced for their home And they've lost loads of players 
So there is an argument mm-hmm. when you were saying third place. There was an argument. I think we were going. And as you say, the Rangers won. Yes, everybody knows Ajax are Ajax. They spend the money, but if you've just knocked out PSV, you're bound to at least think you can come close yes. or, or even yeah. compete within the the fixtures. That that's yeah. the bit, isn't it? So I think that's the frustrating thing. Daz is right. If you're going to fall mm. from second, if you're not going to get second, then at least be in the fight. For third yep. And none of them really well Ach, Look you can even If you want to throw in And it's completely different But you want to throw in Motherwell and Dundee United Gordon I mm, don't feel never forget about that I don't feel comfortable Trying to, to build up a picture That we actually are doing okay In Europe overall Because we're probably not However To go back to what Rangers did in May We were having discussions On the show On May In May Like I said earlier About where this ranked In, in terms of You know Achievements for for Scottish clubs in Europe And how Isn't that amazing That even in the age Of the financial gulf We Our wee nation Can still uh, You know Produce a mm. European finalist And by November We need to leave And go to the English Premier League Do you know what I mean It's yeah. very that That's come round very fast Money always comes into When there's no success Gordon We didn't hear about The money And the, the gulf And and finances when Rangers Who had a terrific uh, Europa League no, but, no, but that's the thing We did to a point But it was actually used to Underline how impressive it was What Rangers yeah. did And and look I th- I still think that There's uh, supporters that Realistically realise When they've seen the groups come now That look we're not going to top them But I keep going back to it I think you've got to make a better fight For the third place uh, thank you John That was John and Johnson Nice to hear from you You can join in as well You can join John and Johnston On mm. 01419511025 You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Can and, I have that question this, again this please? This bit always reads like a <laughs> This bit always reads like a, a Contact us section If you want to submit a question On the teaser Like Ian and Livingston Has done tonight The address you need is Full time At Clyde1.com So since 2000 2001 mm. Nine managers mm-hmm. Have managed a team that scored at least five goals in a game against Celtic or Rangers. Neil Lennon, Hibs. I was at the game. Oh, oh aye. Good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Thank you. Um, now, Klopp, Ancelotti and Lennon. A trio that Unai has rolls Emery. off the Unai Emery, the new Aston Villa manager. Who was he in charge of? PSG. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Pep. No Oh right When Pep's Man City Played Celtic It was three each And one each Wasn't in, the two, in the two games Wasn't they thinking of Man City I know you weren't but Oh who was the manager then Oh Mancini No I'm talking about Barcelona talking Oh Barcelona <laughs> Oh sorry I was away somewhere I was still down in Manchester Having a good night out uh, Barcelona was Remember um, At the new Camp Seven Sudan he was no, he was real Madrid. He was real Madrid. That's the worst answer at all. Oh, tell you, as we lad with black hair. Um, <laughs> was near me, though. I was. Who is Javi? No, the other one. Um, is. I can see his face. I don't know. Where's Enrique? Where's Enrique? Head butted Matarazzi. 
Because oh, never mind. Luis Enrique. Luis <laughs> Enrique. Well done. We're looking for more, <laughs> and we'll we get them next. Uh, also, by the way, if after this you're still looking for more of a Scottish football fix, uh, make sure you check out the Big Scottish Football Podcast with Cole Robert. It's our pals in here, Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. We've got an SPFL review every Monday, and it says here special guests like Hugh Evans. I mean. Certainly there's some words to describe that man But he'll be listening so I'll keep it there uh, And many others though it should be said That's the Big Scottish Football Podcast Check it out And it's brought to you by Cole Robert The Diamond Cut Alloy Specialists We'll get the rest of those answers next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here And they're trying to answer this following question It's been sent in by Ian in Livingston And again, just to give you a nudge If you want to send a question in and hear it used on the show It's fulltime at Clyde1.com uh, Can you name nine managers since 2000-2001 That have managed a team that scored at least five goals in a game Against Celtic or Rangers So you've got Luis Enrique of Barcelona against Celtic Unai Emery PSG against Celtic Klopp Liverpool against Rangers Ancelotti Real against Celtic And Neil Lennon uh, For Hibs Against Rangers Now I just want to give you A bit of an insight Into the way the mind Of Gordon Dale And how it works And how Truly horrific he is um, At picking you know What footballer belongs In what era Now bearing in mind The question is Since 2000 2001 First of all, I heard them mention something about Ray Wilkins, but just right, he's he's miles off it here. Then he turned to Mark and said, Who is the who is the manager when, when Ian Andrews was in goals? <laughs> now Ian Andrews, for anyone who doesn't know, was at Celtic in nineteen eighty eight to nineteen eighty nine, and you've even you've somehow got him involved in a thought process for a question but he that did started five, in two thousand and one. He? He, he, he lost five. I just get the dates mixed up. Let's get, let's get mixed period, up Period I, of your I, life I, I, It's I just thought, a blank I thought it was a terrific show The late along. 80s Early 90s that, Were hard on you Weren't they That'd have been a great double With Jimmy Calderwood If I've got to be honest Yeah exactly If um, they two had come up tonight I was out of here Brilliant But I've got I've got one I've got one I've narrowed it down Alec McLeish Must be one Rangers Alex McLeish Is not one <laughs> Well he's pal Dick Advocate's one then Dick Advocate Is one Well done uh, Martin O'Neill Yes of course Because yeah. that was the 5-1-6-2 era wasn't it Yeah 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 Brendan Rodgers I stole that Mark Sorry Yes I, you, stole, I, I, you stole Advocate as well But sorry right. As long as we get there in the end No it's a team right, One to get We'll get it before the end of the show I'm absolutely certain Vinny's a Celtic fan in Springburn What's your point for the guys Vinny? Uh, hi how you doing guys Good thank um, you Good. I was just phoning I actually phoned it a good while ago When it was sort of a more pressing matter at the time when Mark was talking about he thinks going forward Ange needs to look at adapting and look, changing the style slightly maybe looking at a slightly more defensive approach mm-hmm. for these games in Europe uh, right after that all the talk was about how many chances Celtic were creating and that, to me that feels like if you're creating those chances the issue is the finishing, not the style of football that you're playing. Obviously, to me, that means it's looking at increasing, improving the personnel. We've qualified for the Champions League this year. We're going to have the money. So far, I would say with every window, Celtic have got stronger since Ange came in. So I don't really feel like after two years of this being the philosophy, going, right, 
we're going to keep playing like that domestically. And as soon as we go back to Europe next year, see everything I've told you, we're going to change it. I don't think that, I don't see that being an effective approach. I think it's all down to, I love the players that we brought in. I love Kyogo and Gigi and that. But I do think we can, we can always strengthen there. And that's the way to look at it rather than, let's change it. Let's just completely go against his beliefs. I, I just, that's not for me. Yeah, Mark? I don't, listen, I don't think you've maybe misinterpreted what I'm saying. I'm not saying let's chuck everything that Ange Postecoglou does domestically and chuck it out the window and park the bus. You know, two banks and just hope that there's a counter-attack. Never. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is there's got to be a, a better balance in the games that... You look at the look at the games that right Celtic have played and, and you look at the top teams have played against. Now... Those teams have created plenty of chances. You you brought up the stats earlier, Gordon, that Celtic created more chances. But the point is, they still created chances mm-hmm. those teams have played against. But they had a way to defend. I know Celtic broke through it. They had a way yeah. to defend. And I just looked at some of the setup defensively from those teams. I'll keep coming back to Shakhtar, right? Because Especially Celtic Shakhtar. Because they, they, really, yeah. they actually did come and sit a bit, didn't they? They did. But they knew they could. But then, as the game opened up, they opened up. Now, I know they've got a superstar who ran the length of the pitch and scored a world day, right? But they had a plan to pick their moments to go. I love the way Celtic play and I love watching them and I love how open they are and the rotations have got, even seen Real Madrid struggling at times to match the rotations in midfield and full-back areas. But when you don't have the ball, mm-hmm. I know it's hard transition and the pace and that's what's troubled Celtic at this, this level because when you lose the ball... Domestically, that transition isn't as quick. Players will take an extra touch, so won't play that cut and pass because they've not got the ability. Let's let's be real about it. But in the Champions League, maybe you just need to work in your distances between the midfield and your back line a wee bit more. Now that's not to say throw everything out because of course not. Celtic got in great positions. And if they scored their goals, well, maybe it could could have been different. But I'm kind of dealing with a harsh Facts that are there That they finished bottom They conceded X mm. amount of goals 15 15 But is that why Ange Postacoglu always And it won't just be him There will I think many managers it, It's like it's, that, it's a very easy phrase To go to You know the, the result's all that matters Or it's the most important thing But if you're a top level manager I'm not You know I'm, I'm not even necessarily Talking about Ange Postacoglu Anyone You probably you probably analyse, you know, your your processes and your mm. perfor- and I know these can be frustrating words, but you you probably look at that stuff rather than putting all the emphasis on the result because there's a there's an alternate reality here then, right? Where Celtic get absolutely battered, the team runs over the top of them. Celtic are camped in; they're absolutely horrific. But a ball goes in off somebody's backside, and they win the game. And they end up with more points than Celtic do now. Does that mean that Ange Postecoglou would be more happy th- than he is because you know it's all about the points, or it's all about winning a game, and it's all about not finishing bottom? That's what fans, you know, that that's how you rank achievement mm-hmm. for sure, because that's how sport works. It's a meritocracy. But if you're a manager, is that how you always assess where you are in terms of carrying out a, a, a plan or a strategy? <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, look, I don't think Mark says for one minute that Postacoglu will change his style. That will never happen under him as a Celtic No, manager. but I'm talking about this notion but, that it, 
But I think that, that you don't look beyond the cold hard facts, as Mark says, of of finishing bottom. I think I think you'll look at the overall campaign, and there'll be a lot of positives, a lot of ticks in that boxes, and he'll look at the negatives because that's what top managers do. And I think in the negatives is with the attacking style of football, he does give up quite a mm. few chances. There's no doubt about that. They've lost but fifteen that, goals. This is what we discussed but, earlier. This is what we discussed earlier. He will have all this data. He yeah. will look at it, and he. He's pretty set in his ways If he looks at it And realises That they haven't given up More chances than The other teams in the group Bar Real Madrid Is he likely to To be bothered by that then? No I think I think he will Or overly bothered I, 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 I think he, I think he would tweak it Because even if you Created chances And say you created Five great chances And you scored one He would be working on Next year probably To say look We're not going to give up the two, three, four chances that we've given away because we always highlight the opposition of get top quality players that's got to punish you. So there's different ways, like as Mark said, back line mm-hmm. up to the making it difficult, working as a unit. But are you ever, ever going to deny these teams any chances within a game? No, not at all. Um, not at all. Um, but I think you can limit it if you're. You know, if the organisation's a lot better. Do you know what, Vinny? You've hit on a really good point, and it's right at the end of the show. Give us a call back sometime, will you? Aye, no worry. Good Cheers. man. That was Vinny and Springburn. Quick then, one more on the teaser. It's yeah. the hardest one. Well, it's a surprise. It was another Barca manager, remember? Did sell a couple one of I'm, times, didn't they? Well, d- yeah. well, describe him. I've described. Older chap. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. I know, but I'm never going to get his name. Wait. What country did they come from? Is it, that's not going to help. help. No yeah, offense. Well, it certainly will. He's Argentinian. No, yeah. well, it doesn't yeah. help. I'm not going to get his name. Just went out of my head. I know who it is. I can picture him. And my, do you want me to describe him? And you yeah. draw him. I'll he's describe got, him. Got, you draw he's him. He's got a name. He's got a sort of nickname that gets used as well for a, for a first name. No. no. Come on, Daz. Um, um, You're a man of the world. Tata Martino. I'd never go. Oh, no, that, that wasn't the one oh, I was thinking. <laughs> right, we're back tomorrow with Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller, and Callum Gallagher is up next.